Hello everyone. Welcome back to our severe case of We Like Kittens, I mean, indecision <laughs> with Ian and Tyler, uh, and our completely biased opinions. Uh, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, we had to do something. We've got to keep the street going. I, I wonder if people actually like my... <laughs> Us improvising on the intro? Probably, probably not. It probably gets annoying after a while. Sorry for that. Uh, you're listening to Sound Audits, though. How are we doing today, Tyler? It's like our first, it's like our first episode where you're like, Justin, he stopped Tano. I had the plagiarize Fantano somehow. Yeah. And we're just ripping off his shtick at this point. That's all that we do. That's what we, <laughs> that's what we make our money off of. Uh, what money? Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing, uh, today, Tyler? Fantastic. Fantano. Yep. Um, so, um, time to get pissed. Uh, just kidding. So, what are we reviewing today, Tyler? Zach Brown's album, Controversy. The Controversy. And controversial it is. The controversial it is. So, can you pull up a bio on Zach Brown, actually? Actually, you know what? Nope, you know I can Zach tell Brown. you about him. Zach Brown is from the South. He is a Southern man. Grew He's up on a farm. South. Played music. Grew up music. on the South. He owned, had... owned those white slaves. Right. Oh, my owned, God. Owned the Irish. He had, oh my god, he had his his breakthrough on the debut album, The Foundation, with his band, Zach Brown Band. Nothing is more pretentious than naming, naming an entire band of like 15 members after yourself. But Judah you know what? Lion. He's the lead singer. I guess he can do it. Judah do, and the Lion did it? Yeah, but that's like a biblical pun type of thing. Well, I guess so. You know, he can do whatever he wants. There's plenty of nice things to say about Zach Brown. He is incredibly talented musically he became famous for the song chicken fried which is like an american homage at this point it's like it it's a song that defines us up there with country roads uh by john denver nothing says america like a good old fried chicken if you know what i'm saying boy right so that song toes and then you know actually pretty much every album that zach brown band has come up with since that debut album the foundation has been the a massive success track or whatever the beautiful drug song that came off of the yeah that was that. a radio hit yeah. um the thing that you must understand about zach brown is that they have sold out harder than any band ever and really what this album the controversy this is not controversy band, is by the way this, this is just zach brown this is no longer this is zach brown's solo effort right he ditched the band it's just him and his songwriting ability and he's no longer country <laughs> that's what's happening here with the, with this new album this is released in like conjunction with his band's new album the owl or something i don't know i haven't even touched it honestly um it's bad <laughs> it's bad. Tyler, Tyler's more of a fan of the band than I am, or was. I, so, a little it's, bit of background here. Zach it's Brown, like a fam family tradition for Tyler or something like Zach that. Zach Brown was one of the first bands that I saw live. And I've seen them probably just shy of ten times at this point. I have seen them a lot of times. I've seen them at Merriweather. I've seen them at Hershey. I've seen them... I saw them at the Philadelphia uh, Phillies Stadium the baseball stadium like five years ago and that was stadium? crazy yeah the baseball stadium so they 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 played a stadium baseball stadiums yeah what the hell yeah yeah they're large so i've seen them all over i've watched them go through their phases and um i gotta say that the uncaged tour 
was the best thing that they ever did. They got to play some extremely fun songs like Bohemian Rhapsody during their show, which was ridiculous. The last time that I saw them, they played Sabotage by the Beastie Boys, and that was awesome. They are incredible cover artists, but with each album release, it continues to get worse and worse and worse as they sell out further and further. We thought it wasn't going to get any worse, and then we got this statement from Zach Brown, the first post on his personal Instagram account, and here's what he said. He said, my goal as an artist is to create the kind of music that I want to listen to. I love all types of music, and I've always approached my music the way I've wanted to. I don't want a specific genre label. Instead, I want to find an outlet to create these other types of music that I love. That's the controversy being this album project. Um, Then he went on to say, this is my chance to be an artist and be creative without expectation. The controversy itself is all the diversity I love that causes controversy with people who expect just one thing. I'm hoping to bridge the gap between what's expected and being my own artist. So just so that we have an idea of where his headspace is at, now we can tear a new one into this burly man. Yes. Um, didn't he? Didn't you say that he divorced his wife or something? Oh yeah. Um, this isn't relevant to music to at no, all. Well, this but is he, kind of relevant to this album. Pretty sure he's slinging country peen all over the <laughs> south. <laughs> so I guess we've given as much back thing as we can with this uh this is not a country album zach brown has been known for his country efforts and all that shit this is a pop project if you could call it pop it's interesting to say the least so let's just talk about the music let's get into what we liked shall we spend it all on you pretty much says it in the title i don't have much to give but i just want to spend it all on you I need an outlet to create all these other genres of music that I love to do. Some of the guys in my band played on these records. We're still going to perform some of them out at the Zach Brown Band shows. It's unfortunate that I have to pick one category for my records to go under. You know, we put out a Zach Brown Band record, it has to be under country. I wish that there was a category that was a little broader than that because I love country, but I love other things too. So this is my outlet. This is my chance to be an artist and be creative and it's another side. The goal as an artist is to be able to create the kind of music that you want to listen to. So controversy in itself is all the diversity that I love causes controversy with people because some people only like certain things, but I like a lot of different things. And some people do too, so I'm hoping that this can kind of bridge the gap between people that need a specific label. I don't want a specific label. I gave birth to all of this stuff, and I'm super proud of it and super excited for people to get it, and hopefully people connect with it. We'll see you in the next section. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you haven't guessed already, that was our liked section this is not going to be pretty this is not going to be pretty 
We said we would tear this man a new one. That's an understatement. We're just gonna tear him the fuck apart. We're just gonna just disintegrate him. There's gonna be nothing left. Okay, we're putting him through the shredder. We're gonna eviscerate this man. This album has no business existing at all. This has no business being in my ear holes. This is like, this is auditory torture. If you put me in a room, well, you know those torture rooms in Afghanistan where the U.S. Army takes, like, evicted fucking terrorists and they put them in a room and, uh, they, they, they'll blast, like, Sesame Street or some inane music for hours on end and these people would just go insane listening to it so that they squeal. You, you put this on, on a loop, and you do that to me, I may just fucking do that. I might bash my head against the wall before I ever listen to this again. I just hold my breath and not breathe. <laughs> there'd be, there'd be no point in living at that point because holy shit this album is bad and i think it may go down as one of the worst albums of the decade not just of the year of the decade this album is an atrocity in more ways than one we can get into that in a second the thing about it is is that it's by no means a joke it's not. <clears throat> no. It's entirely serious. This is like him stretching yeah. his creative muscle into if, the untapped music uh, in his brain, and this is this is the result. Oh a well-established <sighs> Grammy award-winning artist. This isn't a nobody. This is a big person. He's rich as shit. <laughs> and th this is this is what he could come up with. If this was ironic, I'd be sitting in the back clapping my ass off, you know, like, this is a good, this is a good fucking meme. No, it's not. I, w I don't even know if I would say that this is a good meme because there is this, some distasteful shit on here. And I mean some racy shit, like borderline career ruining stuff on here. Kind of like um, every other episode of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh th i don't know there's some blatant sexism on this album that i'm like fuck you there were multiple points on this album where i just kind of had to sit back and scream at my car radio as it was playing I, there was there was one there was one moment on this album where um i was listening to it and one of the lyrics played and i kind of just sat there in disbelief right and i was in my car i actually had to pull over <laughs> Actually, I had to pull off the road and stop driving because I was so appalled at... Oh my god, can we please? I'm gonna have to put on my double hearing ears because <laughs> I can't begin to understand the amount oh of god. bullshit coming from you. Oh, fuck. Alright, so let's, let's just talk, talk about... about let's talk about the first track that Tyler ever showed me of this album, Swayze. Oh my god. Oh my Oh my dear god. How is this not a joke? How uh, how did it enter someone's mind? Uh the idea for this track and then the finished product comes out and he's just sitting there with his dick in his hand being like, "Yeah, this is good." No, this is not no stop. Stop. Can we start with the egregious egregious instrumentals on these al on this album? These these Oh my god, these half fucking baked, half assed ripoffs of every single pop trope that could ever, that could ever even exist. And hold, before, before I go too much further into this, I'm, I'm gonna do one thing, one thing that really pisses me off. This album is seven tracks and 23 minutes. Um, and this is egregious in, 
a couple different ways. Number one, this is what a lot of, like, this is what Kanye West was doing last year with all of his albums and sort of popular popularized the shorter album format because there are plenty of people doing that now. There are a lot of people doing that. And Zach Brown, this 40-year-old white bearded man, looked at that and said, hey, that's what the kids liked. Let's do that. Shorter album length for the shorter attention span millennials. Streamable. Check that one off. Number two, it's fucking lazy. Seven songs and 23 minutes of bullshit. Like, this isn't... Stop. Stop. This is... This is lazy. It makes me want to puke in my mouth. Oh, God, I hate it. Part of the mindset that really pisses me off about this album as well is the personification of... I know what the kid kiddos like these days. Let's do this because this is, you know, like, lit fam, lit my broski. Do you want to go dab on them haters? Like the, the 70 year old white men doing that on YouTube for education. This is the personification of if any, if any of you have ever listened to like the bullshit rap videos that they play in driver's ed, those things that the, the people are trying to be that that's this album, but for 23 minutes. And I wish I was joking you, but I am not. This is some bullshit. This is some, talk about Swayze for a second. I want to hear what you actually have to critically say about Swayze. I, I want to know. I don't. I don't know what there is to say, but I can start reading some lyrics and just let you figure out what's going on here. I can't be your Tom Cruise, bitch. I'm Patrick Swayze. Every time I get a new bitch, I need a new bitch. What the fuck? I'm just saying. I'm so Swayze. Swayze. I'm about, about to ghost you and you, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Swayze. Oh, it's bitch. so groovy. It's got, got this funk guitars in the back, the fucking cheap-ass funk guitars. Oh, it's so danceable, dude. I have to tap my foot every time I fucking listen to it. Dude. Ready? Ready? I'm just... I know you want that Top Gun, but I just came to have some fun. Uh-huh. Your mission is impossible. <laughs> Trying to be the only one. Bitch, I'm Patrick Swayze. You get it? Because Tom Cruise is in Mission Impossible, and he's saying that this girl's mission is impossible. You see that? You see how he's getting out of commitment by saying, hey, I'm Tom Cruise. But wait. But wait. There's more. There's more. So I'm a Demi. Use some more. If you ever walk back through my door, it's risky business trying to hold me. I hope you get the metaphor. Bruh. Bruh. Stick the mouth in my gun. Oh! Stick the gun in my mouth. Stick the mouth in my gun. For fuck's I can't even talk straight. I can't even fucking. Uh, what the fuck? Oh my god. I, he thinks he's uh, so cool. He 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 for sure thinks that this is really cool. Um. Oh my god. You must think that millennials have two brain cells. Like I, I some of them do. To be fair, some of them, some of them fu- definitely fucking do have the negative two brain cells that he's attributing. But like. Not all of us are fucking dumb shits. Um, and some of us have have a brain. Most of us can listen to this and think, hmm, I want to drink bleach. I'd much rather be inhaling my gasoline tank. You know, I, I'd put, I'd rather stick my neck in my car's running timing belt. Just run through the Coles parking lot with a siphon and instead <laughs> of stealing people's gas, you're just chugging it until you don't have to listen to this anymore. <laughs> Oh my god. That's oh. basically what where we're at. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's so fucking 
un- not self-aware, uh, especially in the growing PC climate that we have in the uh, just general state of the world now, um, saying the, that he needs a new bitch every time he gets a new bitch. Um, that's really, that's lyrical mind blast moment right there, you know? Like, that, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, we and thought, this, we this, thought Kanye was genius. There's a, I mean, there's a feature aside. on this track. The feature didn't think to stop and say, hey, put get your dick out of your hand and start using your hands to unplug your ears so that you can actually listen to the shit that you're making and stop making it. I think this is like one of those Rob Scallon challenges where they make an album without listening to it. Listening to it. But wait, but then they proceeded to like sell it and market it as if it's an actual marketable project. Actually, I don't think anybody in the studio heard this album. I don't either. Like who the fuck thought this was a good idea? Time. Let's talk about the first track because this is some sexist bullshit is what this is. This is fucking egregious. And I mean, it's it's about basically just a one night stand and uh, saying that uh, save your emotions for somebody looking for them. Miss me with those expectations. I won't live up to them. We were never meant to be possessions. No, I don't want to waste your time. Five fucking. Someone I would have divorced his ass six times by now. Bruh. He goes, oh, don't mean to sound rude. But I don't want to waste your time. If you're looking for more than one night, I don't want to waste your time. That's the chorus. Also, this bullshit EDM chorus that he has going on with the pitched vocals and the fucking blah, blah. The f- that is, it's so bad. It's, it's so least common denominator. And I fucking hate it. It's it, so it wasn't cheap. it wasn't cool when Diplo did it ten years ago. It's not cool when forty year old Zach Brown does it now in oh almost twenty twenty. Like we're past this. This yeah. is two thousand thirteen. Oh, the kiddos like the kiddos like this electronic music with the sub bass and those hi hats, those trap hi hats. I love that shit, dude. Stop oh, it. Sexism. Sprinkle that right in there. Yep. Uh, we're making a we're making like a, a racy omelet here. Yeah. Oh my what God. this album is. Spend it all on you. Um No eggs, only bullshit. No <laughs> I love a good bullshit omelet. Spend it all on you. Uh I never thought I could hate a fiddle or electric guitar so much in my life. I really didn't. I never thought that it could sound this bad. Just but wanted to take scissors, cut holy, the string. Holy shit. This is some, oh my god, and you really think this is good. Like, you think this is you being experimental and trying to find new sounds and shit like that. You really think this is out there, huh? This this song is egregious, um, and not to mention the the bullshit filler lyrics. Just the all of his lyrics are just trash. They're straight trash. They're in the garbage, um, and he's trying to be uh, kind of... I don't know. There, there's some moments where you can tell he wrote that lyric and he was like, oh, yeah, that's really deep. Like, run away, kings and queens, um, and let the colors fade to black and all that shit. And I can see the sands. All I see is the sands of time flying around me, and we can never get it back. Oh, my God, that's so deep. All the 40-year-old white moms are crying in the DMs right now on Facebook. Oh, my God, this this song. Also, the, the, the songs on here in general are just so, so safe. They play it so safe. All of the chord progressions, and all this bullshit I I cannot believe some of the instrumentation actually blows my mind how fucking bad it is I you, like, you pranked me I thought yeah, you were about you, to say something nice you no know, you really like you had to try to be that like you had to twist the knob like the, the you know the Tom York crafting sounds thing that we said on the podcast it's the opposite of that they're crafting the sounds so that they sound as horrible as possible that's that's the experimentation of this album is it's just jack shit 
40 years from now we're gonna be looking back on this and seeing it as a classic because of all the bullshit that it spawns around it it's just so it's so bad it's It's also unbelievable the amount of imagine dragons woes and well yeah lion's den is actually the epitome of dry of imagine dragon this is the badass track the 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 slow kind of the chain snares and stuff like that all the like the the working man song or whatever like is kind of that slow burner and is just complete with the all those badass and that guitar lick that's just so uh, it makes my blood boil in all the fucking wrong ways it's trash stop it burn it i fucking hate it i want to talk about this far because this (laughs) this is the track that made me pull over on the side of the road this is this this is the song that sent me over the fucking edge this song Are there are there lyrics that you wanted to talk about? I cannot believe this song exists. Also, what the fuck is this instrumental? What in the hell is I can't even equate it to anything. I can't even tell what the hell he was thinking. It's just this like I don't know. It sounds like this really modified harp or something. Uh, but it's kind of like this electronic. Like he was going for uh like a burial song. Like he kind of wanted to make the a, a low key ambient electronic song but it just went shit so quick and what the fuck is this vocal melody and also the the sub bass when it hits one of the notes it's really really off pitch and it irks me every single time that it fucking hits which is multiple times across the song but let's just go over the lyric a little section of lyrics that really fucking sent me over the edge because that you you know he fucking wrote this and he was like the kids are gonna love this god i hope i hope he was high as a kite on something i hope he was not sober i really hope he wasn't in his right mind thinking that this was good it leads up to it saying roses keep growing towards the light without anyone telling them what you would be without sunshine oh my god this is some 14 year old on instagram for posting his fucking poetry online thinking he's so fucking deep this is a jaden smith like i jaden smith is my everything i have a wall dedicated to jaden smith i have a comrade collection of every time i jerked off to jaden smith i have it piled over in the corner you, he's tattooed on your neck yeah basically. basically just looking at them they kind of make me die a little bit inside just read it so i was i was in my car on the way home from church right I was on my way home from church. I'd just been sanctified. I had just been, I'd, I'd heard the Lord. I'd, I'd took communion. I, I'd, everything well, was right yeah, in the, in everything the, in was the world. right with the world. I felt like a godly man. Everything and was balanced. Then I heard these incredible lyrics. No runway. I'm still f- fly. No CG. I'm still I. No why, but I'm still fi. No why. But I'm still fly, bitches. No runway. I'm still fly. No CG. I'm still I. Satan had crawled into my ears and was speaking to me, telling me to swerve over to the other side (laughs) of the fucking road. Zach Brown made Ian drive into oncoming traffic. (laughs) Into fucking... Holy shit. I'm dead. Oh, the fuck that these things... Dude, I I pulled over and I I could feel my jaw slowly dropping down into my dick as I was sitting in the fucking car. And I I just... But I kind of just... I used that opportunity to pull over and I stop uh, and reflect I stopped I turned the radio off I sat in silence for about a minute and a half and I legitimately started screaming I lost it I could not believe what I was hearing because that though that's that's the pinnacle of bars right there that is truly that is god tier lyric writing I I heard I heard the heavenly hosts of angels descend upon me in that moment 
And it was just, it was a glorious moment. I, I can't believe that a human wrote this, a human really wrote this. Someone really wrote this down and said, yep, we're going with that. You have to be so far up your own ass. You have to be, you have to be riding your own dick so hard to believe that that's anywhere near good. You know, like, Jesus Christ. And for all my gentlemen out there, you know, when you were 12 and you were just a horny little bitch that didn't really know what sex was or how to perform it. And you, you get in the shower at one point and you look down at your dick and you're like, huh, I wonder if I can fuck myself. Um, and you try to reach your you know what I'm saying? That that whole shtick? No, you've never done that? That was just me when I was 12? Fuck. He did that, but he never got his dick out of his ass, and he loves the feeling of it. I cannot, I cannot believe that these lyrics were written. I can't believe it. Also, on track 5, he features somebody called Pooh Bear. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Just the name in general kind of makes me, again, want to vomit in my mouth. And it's some bullshit faux country, uh, stadium country bullshit with a... Complete with a, uh, pop course, and God do I hate it. And always and never, this is the, this is the final track on the, on the album. And it's a piano ballad, complete with the autotune vocals that are awful. I'm, I'm at the point in the podcast now where I've come down off of my high, uh, from remembering how fucking funny it was, and now I'm just depressed, and I really don't, I don't want to, th- honestly think this is one of the worst things that I've heard from this decade. No joke. Um, this is worse than the Logic Project. And I can say that with confidence. I would rather listen to Supermarket and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind than listen to this again. I'd prefer that. That is saying something. That is truly saying something. I reached a new level of suicidal tendencies uh, listening to those albums. And this one, I I thought about driving into oncoming traffic. <laughs> I'd reached a point, I, I'd struggle to think of who might listen to this and unironically enjoy it. You know? What kind of person, what kind of psychopath listens to this and thinks that it's good? I also want to point out that the cover has parental advisory on it. This hardly needs parental advisory. This is, again, trying to appeal to young people. And that kind of pissed me off because you saying, I'm Patrick Swayze, bitch like that was worth parent parents being advised of their children do you know what's on the internet right now your album is what parents need to be worried about maybe it is because people are gonna kill themselves after they hear it <laughs> yeah but like you're just gonna turn the, your their children into fucking sexist fucking oh my god mm. family listens to this in the car everybody walks out enters a church don't repent. Don't repent. They have to repent. Don't, for what they, don't, what they heard. You were you were taking that in a different direction, and I I did. That was not Christian. We stop it there. We'll see you in the next fucking section. Fuck this fucking album. Let's get out of here. Well, I have my Santa hat on now. I, I want to get into the Christmas spirit to try and cheer myself up a little bit. But I'm 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 kind of mopey. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I, does th- does music do this to you? Like I have some extremely positive reactions to music, and I love some music, and it means the world to me. Some of it is literally part of what I live for, and then other parts of music actually disturb me. Like they kind of they they do something to me that I I would rather not experience you know what i'm saying i just hope that this episode of sound audit saves people from having to listen to this god this episode might save a life yeah just spread awareness don't fucking touch this album
I I can't believe that it exists. I can't. It, it has no business ever even entering the sound waves. I just can we give it a grade? What was great? Can you go first? Because I don't know how to rate this. Zero. <laughs> the album wasn't I, even written. I am I am giving it a zero. This album actually has no business existing. All right, I'm gonna I, give it a zero too. I, then, I agree. Legitimately pissed off with it. Like I, it kind of it's sexist. It's lowest common denominator. It he's diminishing the audience to uh like a level of brain capacity that is like he thinks you're chimpanzees is basically what the album is. Don't don't let him do that to you. That is horrible. That is a horrible thing to do. And it honestly. It, like it, it's close. It's close to assault, and I almost want to say it's statutory rape. Um, because I'm honestly like violated. Like, if you can't tell I'm being ironic, please don't take that seriously. But fuck this guy. Fuck this album. I his wife for leaving him. I I I don't blame his wife for leaving him. Honestly, this is some bullshit. I hope his kids survive the bullying in school that they receive for this album. Holy shit! I. Thank you guys for listening. Please never listen to this album or anything like it. Don't do it. Uh, can you take us out? I'm. We have new episodes every Friday at 9 a.m. Semester is ending this Semester week. Semester is ending. Actually, it might already be ended for some. For many. Not for Thank me. Thank God. I have at least part three, of the torture is over, you know? I have three finals left as of this recording, so... We'll see how that goes. Because of that, you know, almost being finished, we're going to have some content coming out because we're going to be sitting at home making stuff. Here we are. I mean, in our fancy studio in Washington. In Washington, D.C. New York York City. Two remote locations. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you know, if you are interested in uh, donating to sound audits you can do so in the link in our instagram bio or just go to anchor.com slash sound audits all proceeds like any donations will be put towards a new microphone put towards a new microphone so we can have more slash guests on. other studio equipment microphone first that's what we got microphone do. is is the top priority right now if you do donate to us which like there's nothing we could say that would explain how thankful we are if you do please send us a dm we see the names of whoever donates so if you send us a dm with the corresponding name to the donation we would love to send you a handwritten thank you and just show our gratitude because you guys are incredible it's kind of crazy that anybody actually listens to this Uh, the amount of support that we get like there are actually human beings that listen to this podcast like i and the feedback sometimes i just uh, i love it i love it that warms his little broken heart Uh uh-huh my broken soul i hopefully the next album will cheer you up a little bit i hope so yeah thank you all for listening look out for more episodes uh our usual schedule is 9 a.m eastern standard time fridays so be on the lookout for that and apart from that um you have been i oh sound audited thank you for listening and fuck zach brown goodbye